What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. Hope everyone's enjoying their week. Looking forward to a good weekend. Uh, lots to cover, as always, on the episode of the podcast. So let's kick it off with the NFL. And as you know, we're already in week two. Uh, we had the Chiefs and the Chargers go last night. That was an exciting game. Um, and I know a lot of fans are definitely going to be talking about the refs and how you know, Patrick Mahomes got what he wanted, uh, certain picks happenings and certain plays and certain things getting turned over, which they shouldn't have. And we can sit here and argue all day about favoritism in the NFL and it, it happens, but let's take it right the way it is right now. And the chargers could have played better. And I know Herbert is now diagnosed with an injury after that game is listed to day to day. But even beforehand, uh, this is the type of game I was referring to when I was speaking about the San, uh, the LA Chargers, not the San Diego Chargers. Um, they need to play these types of games where they need to show up and win. And they were in control the whole entire game up until what was happening uh, in the second half or so. And we saw what the Chiefs did. But the Chargers were in control of this game. And they should have. And obviously a few things happen. A pick six, I went 99 yards to the house. Um, and they did try to get there. And they, they got within the discernible amount and tried to go for an offside, onside kick. But unfortunately, the Chargers definitely did not play the best to try and close out the game or try to secure the game. But again, this is exactly what I mean when I was talking about the Chargers. And when we look at it here, it's kind of what we got. The Chargers need to win these types of games. This is your second divisional game. You're now 1-1 one one in the division. Uh, Chiefs are now 2-0. and And I know they, they're 1-0 with division wins. Uh, the Chiefs are as much as, sorry, the Chargers, as much as they're 1-1, one one, um, they now have to try and chase the, the Chiefs. They're now down one to the Chiefs, and that's where it hurts. This is the type of game where you have to win. And, and they have to. Now, Herbert can play. He can go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Yes, I said that, and you can say whatever I, you can say whatever to that comment, but we know Mahomes, or sorry, we know that Herbert can go the distance. He can throw. And the one thing is their next game against the Chiefs are at home, but you need to go into Arrowhead to win. And if you're going to go into a playoff game with the Chiefs, you're, you're going to have to go to their house, and you're going to have to win. Uh, like, you lost by three. Great. But they had their opportunities to take control of this game and win, and that's where it's the problem is. They have to play consistently. Like, they, they have the roster. I know they didn't have Keenan Allen, but you were in control for the majority of this game for at least a good bit, and you let the Chiefs come back, and Mahomes did. You can blame the refs all you want. You can, but it, like, 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 I don't know how to continue on with this. I can keep rambling on as much as you want, but the Chargers had their opportunity. They did, but you know things didn't go their way. That's what it's coming down to in this game. But overall, it was a good game. We saw what the Chiefs did. The Chiefs do what they always do. They Stay in games and compete. It doesn't matter how you start. It's about how you finish in football games. But again, the Chargers, this is a game where they should have won. You don't go into 
Arrowhead and you take up that lead, because again, they got off to a good start. But right now, you have to win. And this is where it is. This is the race. The Chargers are off to two games already in the division. The Chiefs uh, next have 10 days off, and they're going to be facing the Colts. So we'll see what's going to happen. We'll see what the Chiefs are going to be like against the Raiders. Again, they have to go to Sandy, sorry, to Los Angeles now, the Chiefs. And but this is the type of game where San Diego or I keep saying San Diego, I do apologize. The Chargers need to go and win. This is the type of game you have to. I know it's only second week and you're talking about like how serious this game is. This game is type of this is a type of serious game already. When you already have two divisional games and you're going against Mahomes where it's a game where you need to match up well. Because again, if you do go to the playoffs you're going to Arrowhead if the way it is now, the way it's looking like it, if everything goes down the way it is, and you have to face Mahomes, you're going to have to travel. You're going to have to face them in their stadium. And it's going to be even louder. It's going to be more difficult to play. It's going to be colder. So right now, here is your shot. It didn't work out. Obviously, a few things happened. The pick at the goal line to run it back. You know, you did get the touchdown back at yourself within three, but it, it didn't work out for the, the Chargers. It did. Now, week one obviously has finished, and we're in week two, and I just talked about last night's game, and I'm going to give a little recap. I do have to talk about my picks that I had. Now, my picks weren't bad. I won four of them. One of them ended in a tie, which, you know, it sucks. But right now... We're looking at some games that were sort of some teams on this little delayed overreaction Friday. Yes, this is Friday and it's delayed. Um, and I will be talking about the college football rankings um, very later on in the episode of the podcast. But right now, it's, it was unique to unique week one, to say the least. It was great. Anything happens in week one. Nothing goes right in week one, and we saw that. Um, now the Eagles, they won 38 to 35. They were in control for that game, but the, the Lions started coming back and, you know, the score gives it justice that the Lions tried to fight back and get back to win. Um, and it, it was good. Obviously Devonte Smith didn't give me any points in fantasy. I'm happy I'm still on my matchup and I'm happy that the Eagles won, but unfortunately it didn't really help. Um, with my fantasy at the end of the day, but it helped me with the start off to the season. I would have liked to go 5-0. and I really would have. Um, but the Eagles were a good game. Uh, the Saints, where at one point when I was looking, I thought I was in trouble. The Falcons were up. They were up at least two touchdowns. And, you know, handed to Jameis Winston, the Saints, they came back and won 27-26. It was a great game to watch if you were watching it. Uh, Indy was the disappointment, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, KC versus Arizona. That was, you know, some people could hypothetically say that that was a Super Bowl matchup. Um, I said hypothetically. I didn't say it was actually going to happen. Just take a step back and um, realize that, you know. But the Cardinals, they didn't show up. I mean, they didn't. It definitely looked like a struggle. They couldn't go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Mahomes had a hell of a day uh, on that Sunday and just took it. So 44-21 to was the final score. Um, those 
21 points. Obviously, seven of them were earlier on in the game. But unfortunately, the rest was just a chase and try to catch up. But Mahomes just had a remarkable day uh, for fantasy football owners and also for the Kansas City Chiefs, too. It was just a great game. Ravens played well. They did. Uh, They did play the Jets. You know, you can say as much as you want. The Jets are, you know, in a unique spot. They didn't have Zach Wilson. Uh, So you're not really seeing this offense to what it could potentially be. And no offense to Joe Flacco, ex-Raven, won them a Super Bowl. But, you know, this offense is built for what Wilson and and this team could possibly be. So we may not see him for at least one or two more weeks uh, for the Jets. So it's interesting to see how this team's going to work out. And to talk about in my predictions, we don't really know what this team's going to be like with Wilson being out. We, you don't. You're not seeing the full potential. So we saw little bits of glimpses, but we will wait and see. But the Ravens, yes, you put up 24 points on the Jets. But right now the test is coming up to the next couple of weeks. So that's going to be a challenge there. You have to see what the Ravens are going to do next. And, it, like, again, you, you put up some good numbers. You, you did. And I'm just pulling up the schedule here just to see who the Ravens are playing. So you're playing Miami, which is going to be more of a tougher challenge than the Jets. So look for that game to be a little bit closer. But right now, you you don't know. You, right, like it's, it's great that the Ravens won, but it wasn't really a convincing win. It, it's great. You played a weaker team, but... Right now, I want to see what the true test of this Ravens team is next week against Miami. Or, sorry, this weekend against Miami, as this is Friday as I'm recording this podcast. But going to the disappointment of my weekend, yes, the Colts tied. It was a, uni- it was a great Sunday. It wasn't the only game that went into overtime. We also had uh, the Bengals and the Colts, or not, Bengals and the Steelers go, and that was a remarkable game. And Steelers went off hard on uh, the <laughs> Joe Burrow in that offensive line. Uh, T.J. Watt did get injured in that game, but you know it was it was a great game, which ended with a field goal being missed by the Bengals, but a field goal being won for the Steelers in overtime, which was a good game too. But again, back to the Colts and Texans game, and it does hurt to talk about it. The Colts, you would think that they would dominate this game, and a lot of people did, but. They definitely slept on the Houston Texans. Now, now, I did say the Texans were going to take at least one or two. They could be a little bit better than what they should. Um, Ryan definitely looked like some issues there with handling the snaps when we watched him handle take snaps from uh, Ryan Kelly. Fumbled a couple, had a pick. Uh, definitely some issues with kicking with a missed game-winning field goal. A couple kicks going out of bounds. Uh, but again, the Colts... A lot of expectations going into this game, just to say the least, when it's week one. Now, obviously, the Colts in their history of week one for the last decade haven't really been the best. Um, One of eight, or I believe it was. Um, But it's, you know, it's, it's been tough for them. So it was difficult to watch. Um, Listen, the defense of the Texans held them. Listen, Jonathan Taylor, like the yards, great, 161 yards on 30 carries. But right now, the defense was a little concerned. You're, you're allowing a team to sneak in and 
part of me was just thinking about this is Jacksonville, this is Oakland last year. Again, just not living up to those expectations. They made some good plays when they needed it to. They were put in difficult situations. But again, the Colts were, they definitely fell asleep on the Texans and allowed them to be in. And again, I'm going to give the Texans credit. The defense played great. Davis Mills uh, played great as well. Uh, just remarkable what he did at quarterback. Um, just, you know, they moved the ball. And they can, they, like I said, the Texans could steal a couple games um, in that. And that's the problem where the Colts cannot sleep on this team when, you know, it's going to be there. And, you know, it's, I think I, I don't want this to continue to happen with the Indianapolis Colts. But again, it ended in a tie. Um, Blankenship missed a 42-yard kick. It definitely went very wide right. It looked like the like it looked like a slice, like one of my golf shots. That's how tough it was. So overall, it was a good week for the NFL. I was excited for it. A lot of great games, a lot of close ones, a lot of uh, you know battles that we saw here. And I'm just taking a look at the schedule and just going back to a couple. Uh, 49ers and Bears was a good one, actually. It was a unique one, to say the least, because the weather, it was partially flooding in Chicago, some pools of water, and it was great how they ended the game, watching the players slide in. Uh, Browns and Panthers was a good one. Obviously, you had uh, Mayfield returning to Cleveland, and they lost. And then Monday night, um, that was one I should get to. Uh, Monday night was, you know, Broncos and Seahawks. You know, Russell Wilson returns home to the team that drafted him, that, you know, helped it helped him win a Super Bowl. So we, we saw that there. And Geno Smith played well. A couple of TDs, you know, they, they played some good things. And obviously everyone's going to talk about, you know, the last few seconds of that game, the kick, should they have gone for it on fourth and five? And obviously the coaches already come out and said, yeah, you know, we, we should have went for it. But again, like... It's week one. Like I'm sure a lot of people are already panicking, freaking out. It again, we we still have time to see what this is gonna happen. Now by week eight, nine, you'll see the contenders and pretenders. You, you'll see where they are. Every year we're gonna see a couple of teams start off undefeated. We're gonna who's gonna be the last one undefeated. So we'll wait and see over the next couple of weeks on which teams are gonna be there and everything that's living up to what I try to predict as well with this NFL season. Uh, but again, it, you don't know. You, you really don't. And that's the tough part. It is. It, it, it is a tough part. And we, we just have to wait. And I, and I know that's, you know, the motto usually, but it is. It's a waiting game when it comes to the football season because that's when you start seeing later on in the season when your teams are fully developed and playing up to its potential. So just time will tell. Time will tell to see how this all plays out. Now, my picks for week two, um, I've already decided those. Um, obviously, I didn't choose last night. Um, but again, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this weekend plays out. So I'm going to go with the Raiders uh, this weekend. Uh, let me just pull up. Raiders are playing the Cardinals. I like them uh, winning at home for them. Uh, Broncos against the Texans. I like the Broncos to bounce back after last Monday. Bills against the Titans on Monday night. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills to win at home. Vikings, uh, I do see them continuing on and going to 
two and O uh, for this year. I have them playing the Eagles. That's also the second game on Monday night too. And then the Sunday night are the Packers over the Bears. I think it's time for the Packers to bounce back after last week. We saw what happened. Uh, a little bit of a blowout against the Vikings. And, you know, we, we can talk all you want, like about Aaron Rodgers, everything that happened in the offseason. Uh, but we, we know last year the Packers got blown out by the Saints. And we saw them, you know, go to the playoffs. Saw them had a very good season, so time will tell. But there are other games that could, you know, we could wait and see. Uh, the good thing is, if you're a Colts fan, you are tied for the AFC South as of right now. They are playing the Jaguars on Sunday. Uh, and also, you have the Titans going as the Bills Monday night. So we'll definitely talk about the AFC South next week on the episode for a little bit as I do my reactions from week two. But again, it's we're, we're all looking forward to an exciting week two, which we've already had with week one with the Bills starting. And the way Monday night carried out, it was great. Again, unique was for some of the games. But this weekend, there are some other ones, not just the picks. So again, Raiders, Broncos, Bills, Vikings, and Packers for uh, my picks, which, you know, it's definitely exciting to see how this all plays out. You know, the Raiders lost, Broncos lost, uh, you know, Packers lost. So you have three teams there that are looking to get their first win. I do like the Bills against the Titans, especially at the home opener, how loud it can get uh, there in Orchard Park. The Vikings, I can see them continuing on. Uh, they had a very good game last week. They do. So this is actually a good test for the Eagles. Um, they definitely cannot let offenses going like they did last week against uh, the Lions. So we'll we'll wait and see and how this all goes. But again, those are my uh, picks uh, for the weekend. So I'm definitely looking to looking forward to a great weekend for week two. Uh, hopefully the Colts can pull out a W. We'll, we'll just have to review how week two goes next week. So we are going into the second week of NCAA football. And last week was great. Uh, the first game last week was a great kickoff to the day with Alabama versus Texas. And, you know, Texas came out playing pretty good, and especially when you lose your quarterback that early. Um, they, you know, Alabama did win 20-19. to 19. They did find ways to come back, but Texas defense played very well in containing that offense. We know how well Alabama offenses can be, but Texas, again, just played pretty well. And always when it's these types of games, Texas does play extremely well. And again, they did lose their quarterback very early on in the game. And the fact that their backup was playing pretty well, their backup ended up getting hurt. As you watch the game, he was limping <laughs> near the end. But again, he was just remarkable. And this whole Texas team was remarkable against Bryce, How Bryce Young in that offense. They, they, they found ways of slowing it down. Now, whether this was Alabama coming in thinking that it was just going to be a blowout or... You know, that they just didn't think this game was going to go the way it was. I do think that Alabama probably thought they were going to steamroll Texas. But Texas can be a little funny sometimes. But again, overall, it was a great game. Great way to start the week. It is. And the rankings are out. Um, they're always out, like, the next day or Monday uh, for college football. But again, overall, it was great. USC game was good. Uh, USC won 41 to 28. Now, the score, yes, uh does kind of dictate the game a little bit. USC went out big in the first half. They definitely let uh, Stanford come back there. 
uh, for a couple, you know, they, they, they had difficulty trying to, you know, slow down that draw play that they kept coming up with with Emmett Smith Jr. Um, but again, they, they found ways of moving the ball. They did. And Stanford, the one thing for Stanford was they kept kicking, uh, giving up the ball. A couple fumbles here and there. Uh, but again, USC, the offense showed what it was able to do. Caleb Williams played phenomenally. Addison was remarkable for USC, over 100 yards in receiving. But it was just a great game, and I'm very happy for this win for USC. They're 2-0. They face a tough matchup with Fresno State uh, going on at 10.30 tomorrow night, which I'm looking forward to watch. But again, it was a good week for college football. Uh, Now to look at the rankings, um, we did have a few changes. Obviously, Alabama with a close matchup dropped them from the number one spot. Uh, So we have Georgia number one, Bama number two, Ohio State, who had a good win against Arkansas State, 41-12. Michigan just blew out Hawaii, 56-10. Clemson with a nice win. They're sitting at 5, 35-12 over Furman. Oklahoma had a good win against Kent State, 33-3. to USC, who I just mentioned, who bumped up a couple spots. So, obviously, Georgia's number one, but Oklahoma went up to six. USC, who jumped up three spots from 10 the week before, is at seven. Oklahoma State jumped up three as well uh, with a nice win over Arizona State, 34-17. Kentucky with the big jump. That was the that was a great one there. Inside the top ten, they beat number twelve Florida twenty six to sixteen. So they're sitting at twenty. This got them into the top ten. So that was a great win for Kentucky and Florida. Obviously with the upset the week before. So we'll see how this plays out again. Uh, Kentucky plays Young State, uh, Youngstown State. Uh, and then rounding out the top ten, we have Arkansas who jumped up six spots with a nice. A good win against South Carolina. They're facing Murray State, uh, but it was definitely good. Now, any questionable rankings in this? It's it's kind of hard to say, uh, but you know Tennessee well deserving beating number seventeen uh, Pittsburgh last week, which was a great game overall. That was one of the big games that I got to watch. Uh, also upsets again, more upsets last week. Um, but it was just remarkable. Let me just take a look here. Because, um, you know, Baylor ended up losing to BYU. Uh, obviously, we saw Florida lose to Kentucky. Um, well, also was there. Notre Dame loses again, which was just remarkable to see. And I'm just trying to take a look here. Yeah, sorry. Uh, just pulling up the schedule again from week two. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of, a lot of upsets in those games. So let me just take a look here. Um, yes, Marshall upsetting uh, Notre Dame. That was, where is that right now? Marshall 26-21, which was a great game. BYU upsetting Baylor uh, 26-20. And I'm just pulling up here because Texas A&M also got upset as well. That was against Appalachian State, which that was, and I know they're all talking about, yep, yeah, 17-14 for Appalachian State, taking out number six, Texas A&M. And I'm just got to go back and take a look here because it looks like Texas A&M was taking out. So let me just see, where was I? Yeah, I was just working, looking at week two. Uh, yes, Texas A&M number six, uh, which was at that time there. So let me just pull up the rankings again. 
why won't you ever go back to the rankings computer? Uh, let me just take a look here. Oh, no, Texas A&M is still in. They dropped all the way to 24. Um, now, two big wins that I saw from that. Uh, we had uh, Oregon bouncing back after getting blown out by Georgia. They're back in. They're at uh, 25. They beat Eastern Washington 70-14. to 14. Uh, And also Utah, who had the upset couple weeks before winning big against southern utah 73 to 7 just blowouts um so but again that was just yes multiple upsets when we look at that here and also uh yeah so we had kentucky beating florida uh appalachian state beating a&m and then let me just take here marshall with the win as well and there was just a great day for upsets it was and then uh, Wisconsin and Houston as well. They had upstates, upsets too. So let me just take a look at those as well. Um, again, last weekend, again, was just upsets. And again, I know I may seem like I'm all over the map here, uh, but I'm just taking a look here uh, with everything that's going on. I'm just trying to pull up uh, Wisconsin, the game right there. Uh, Wisconsin lost to Washington State. And then I'm just going to look at Houston. Uh, Houston, yes. Uh, losing to Texas Tech on double overtime, 33-20. to 20. So, again, multiple upsets last week. We almost had a huge upset with an unranked Texas against Alabama. But, again, just a remarkable weekend for college football. Hopefully it will be great this weekend, too. Uh, I am looking forward to Fresno State. So, again, next week I will discuss more of college football and how week three went as well as week three with the NFL. But just again, an exciting first week of college football. Second week was just as great. We'll see what week number three brings. So about two weeks ago, we had the Champions League kickoff. And obviously about a couple weeks before that, we had the groups being uh, discussed or revealed finally for Champions League. And I know that I haven't really discussed much and I did talk about uh, the first leg of the matchups that kicked off a couple episodes ago, but I haven't really talked about the groups, and that's where we're looking at here. So we're two games in uh, to Champions League in the group stages. Obviously, the group stages go on for a couple weeks, and then we go on to the round of 16, which usually kicks off in about February. And then, obviously, the quarters, semis, everything goes off until about May, where we see the finals for Champions League. And we're looking at the groups now, obviously discussing uh, English Premier League, obviously had a couple teams going in. Uh, We had Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, as well as um, Manchester City. So obviously it's, it's an exciting time for Champions League and just going over the group stages. So Group A, we have Napoli, Liverpool, Ajax, and the Rangers. Napoli is right now up uh, in the lead with two wins. Uh, Liverpool is sitting at one win and one loss. Same with Ajax and as well as, uh, sorry, the Rangers are actually 2-0, and or sorry, 0-2. So my apologies for the misdeception there. Um, now, Group B, you have Club Bruges, uh, Leverskun, uh, Atletico Madrid, and Porto. Bruges is up two wins, and then you have Leverskun with one and one. And then same with Atletico, and then Porto with 0-2. Group C, Byron, uh, Barcelona, Inter, uh, Victoria Blazen, 
Byron, who you do expect to win this group, and they'll have a little bit of a tough one with Barcelona. They're up with two wins. Uh, Barcelona and Inter both with one win, one loss, and then uh, Victoria with a win, too. Uh, this one's actually going to be pretty well, too. Uh, with Group D, you have Sporting, uh, you have Tottenham, you have Intrac, Fran, and then Marseille. Uh, right now, Sporting, obviously. Actually, as I'm looking through the majority of these groups, uh, Group A, B, and C, everyone seems to have the similar rankings, uh, except for Group A with Liverpool, obviously pulling out with a win and a loss. Uh, sorry. Actually, yeah. Actually, if you look through each group as of right now, so my apologies for the mis, uh, misdirection, but everyone has it seems to have the same uh, ranks going from A to D. Now, when we're going into uh, Group E, Milan, Dynamo, uh, Zagreb, uh, RB Salzburg, and then Chelsea. Uh, so we have Milan with a win and a draw. Uh, we have uh, Dynamo uh, with a win and a loss. Two draws for Salzburg and Chelsea with a draw and a loss, uh, which would be, it's kind of interesting. You expect Chelsea to be up there a little bit more, but that looks like a tough group there. Uh, Milan has always been a good club to watch. Uh, then we have the defending champs, uh, Real Madrid, uh, Shakhtar, uh, Celtic, and then you have RB Lisbig. Uh, Real Madrid's going off where they last went, uh, or keep, sorry, <laughs> where they keep going. So Real Madrid is 2-0 and with uh, at the top. Uh, Shakhtar is 1-1 uh, and with a win and a draw. Uh, Celtic with a win, in, uh, sorry, with a draw and a loss. And then uh, Leipzig with two losses. Group G, uh, Manchester City, who has had a remarkable last couple of years, um, sitting at 2-0 and at the top of the division. You have Dortmund. Uh, Copenhagen, Dortmund is with one win, one loss. Copenhagen with a draw and a loss. And then you see Sevilla, uh, who has been consistent in Champions League uh, appearances uh, with a draw and a loss. And then finally, the last group, which looks to be probably the group of death, the toughest one here. Uh, you have PSG and Benfica, both with two wins. And you have Juventus and Maccabi, Haifa, uh, both with losses. So definitely uh, a tough group there. Uh, now to decide who's going to make it out of these groups, that's the next question. Uh, group H, I'm just going to go bottom back up the top. Do like PSG and Benfica uh, to make it out there, not just because of their records, but, but they have uh, good clubs. Uh, Man City uh, will definitely take away Group G. Um, I definitely look for Dortmund and Copenhagen probably too, but I think Sevilla should bounce back. I think Sevilla should probably take the second one, uh, so the second spot out of G. Uh, Real Madrid, obviously at the top. Uh, RB Leipzig can probably bounce back as well. Um, and Shakhtar, you know, can, can play. Uh, but right now I'm looking at it here for Group F. Um, Real Madrid, and I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Leipzig as well. Uh, we're going to have them bounce back and continue on. Uh, Milan, Salzburg, Chelsea, uh, Dynamo. That's going to be the toughest one. Um, they're all within each other. That's the good thing. I think Chelsea gets back. And you know what? I'm going to go with Milan to, uh, to close out the group. Uh, so look for Chelsea and Milan to get out of Group E. Uh, Sporting and Tottenham for Group D. Uh, Byron, Barcelona for Group C. 
Um, no, it's always a tough one. Uh, Group B is looking at it. So I like Atletico Madrid and Club Bruges to get out of B. And then uh, Napoli, Liverpool for Group A. So definitely going to be, you know, a good one. Uh, so we'll definitely see how everything plays out. But again, round of 16 uh, kicks off in February. Uh, so we'll keep updating as the groups go on. Next set of matches uh, goes on October 4th, I believe, when I was checking on. Yeah, so next one. Uh, so definitely looking to watch those as well. Uh, but definitely, so far, interesting first two. But again, still plenty of matches left uh, for those groups. And there are a lot of close ones as well. But definitely excited to see Champions League back. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to watching and catching up with it. There's also Europa League going on. And I will, uh, next episode, do a follow-up with English Premier League. Very happy that Manchester United has turned it around after the slow first two matches. But again, uh, looking forward to an exciting year for Champions League. I know it's been a while since I've done one of these, but I'm happy to have it back. And I will try to be more consistent with my top 10s. And it's been a while. And my top 10 tonight is... 10 NFL teams that I'm going to be looking forward to watch this season. And that's where it is. And I know I just did my predictions episode about a couple weeks ago. But again, here we are. Here we are. Week two is just in the week two is about to kick off. We just had the first game in the books last night. Uh, but there are some teams that you still want to watch. And maybe my list is a little influenced from week one. But there are some teams that I'm looking forward to watch this season. So here it is, my 10 NFL teams looking forward to watch this season. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. So starting off at number 10, we're going to go with my Indianapolis Colts. Yes, a lot of hype has been going on with the Colts in the offseason, especially since the trade with Matt Ryan and the way this defense has performed over the last couple of years. So they finally look like they have the right pieces. Can this team make a deep run? Obviously, I know week one didn't go the way as planned, but look for the Colts to be one of the teams to watch this season. Number nine, going with the Eagles. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is the focal point of that team, and we want to see him take big steps. A lot of offense last week with 38 points, but the defense still let the Lions score 35. So we'll see what the Eagles can do. I still have them to win the East. This is definitely a team that you want to see take the right steps this season. Number eight, maybe a little too low on my list, but the Rams at number eight have to do something this season. Can they repeat? We will see. They may have some struggles. They didn't have a good week one with a blowout loss to the Buffalo Bills, but the Rams can quietly probably get themselves back into the playoffs. I have them with still winning their division. But this team has the right pieces to still kind of go back and maybe go for a deep run. I don't know about a repeat, but they have still some good pieces to help them get there. Number seven, the Packers. Yes, week one didn't go as planned. Week one didn't go as planned last year for this team. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers didn't really practice much, or sorry, didn't play much in the preseason games. And we all know what happened in the offseason and what was revealed over the last couple of years. So, I do like the Packers at number seven. They should bounce back. We should see how this Packers team does this weekend. They're going to have some pieces back. We will see the chemistry eventually grow with this team. So I still like the Packers as my number seven team to keep an eye on. The Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, week one didn't go as planned. They lost Dak. He's out until at least week six, maybe. But trying to keep an eye on this team as well. 
They have some pieces. We'll see how the backup quarterback does. They're not going to put Dak Prescott on IR. They're expecting him back minimum four weeks, at least since that surgery. So this is a team to kind of keep an eye on as well. So we'll, we'll see how this Cowboys team and quarterback situation pans out. Number five, Kansas City Chiefs. We, we know how great this team is. We do. And we saw how well they played last night with the Chiefs and as well as they did against Arizona week one. They definitely will be exciting to see. No Tyreek Hill. We'll see how this offense changes. Again, when you have that type of player on your team that helps stretches the field, it, it changes when he leaves. So we'll see what it's like with Kelsey, uh, with Schuster Smith. Like, you know, a lot of exciting things can happen with this offense. So we know what they can do. We know they can move the ball. Uh, number four, going with the Ravens. Why the Ravens so high? Well, one, Lamar Jackson just turned out a big deal. He's betting on himself. And you know what? The Ravens can probably be very good this season. They have a strong defense. The only game question I had with this with this team was the wide receivers. But look for them to maybe take a few steps, get back to the division win, deep run into the playoffs. We know how well Lamar Jackson can be, and we know how well he can play as well. Now going into my top three. Number three is going to be the Denver Broncos. Yes, I know they lost Monday night. I know it was the homecoming of Russell Wilson, but we will see how this team bounces back from their first week loss. This offense can be better. We know they can. They definitely can score more points. But the question is now consistency with this team. Can we see Russell Wilson explode this offense, use his arm strength, use his legs to move the, the ball? Like we will see. This is we, we have a lot of hopes for this team, but right now it starts with Russell Wilson. But again, I do like the Broncos as number three. Again, that AFC West is a QB competition, which is just gonna be remarkable to see this season. Number two, the Chargers. Earlier on I talked about the Chargers Chiefs game. Right now I'm gonna talk about the Chargers now. They're gonna be the team that should meet their expectations. They have to get into the playoffs. You have to see them go on a deep run. You want this team to succeed. And obviously, last night did not go as planned. Herbert's a little hurt. But right now, it's Chargers need to start to grow and start being competitive and start taking the games that they need to take. We saw over the last couple of years, they, they, there were some games that they were close and did not close out. But they have to win the games that they need to, especially in the playoffs. Again, Last night was an example of a potential playoff game in Arrowhead where they're going to have to face off. So the Chargers need to step up over the next couple of weeks. And finally, number one, the Buffalo Bills to watch this season. Never thought I'd say that, but here we are. The Bills are the number one team to watch this season. Why? Because it's Super Bowl or bust. It is. It's Super Bowl or bust with this team. They have a great defense. You have the potential NFL MVP on this team. So we will wait and see what this team does. You have to go. You have to get over Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have the battle against Joe Burrow. We saw them beat the Pats last year, but again, you have to go on that run. No more, you know, first round, second round wins, and then going to the next round. You have to win the conference finals. You have to go to the Super Bowl. This is now where it is for the Buffalo Bills. Super Bowl or bust, but they are your number one team. Uh, to win. So just again, going over my list of 10 teams to watch this season. Uh, number 10, Indianapolis Colts. Nine, Philadelphia Eagles. Eight, the LA Rams. Seven, Green Bay Packers. Six, the Dallas Cowboys. 
five, Kansas City Chiefs, four, Baltimore Ravens, three, Denver Broncos, two, the LA Chargers, and finally, your Buffalo Bills as the number one team to watch this season. It's been a great first week, exciting game last night on Thursday. We'll see what week two brings, but again, definitely those teams you need to watch this season, especially Buffalo, especially LA, because again, this is the where the matchups are going to be. Like right now, the Bills are a Super Bowl team, and they have to get there. They have to meet those expectations. It's it's do or die for that team. It is, and San Diego, they have to win the games that matter. That's where it is. They have to take a step over Patrick Mahomes. Allen is going to face the same thing too in the playoffs. Get over Patrick Mahomes. So, looking forward to an exciting week two of NFL. So that's it for tonight's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, looking forward to week two of the NFL, especially week three of NCAA football. But I'll recap uh, those games in the, on the next episode of the podcast. Talk live golf on the next episode too. They're in Chicago this weekend. No F1. Uh, Champions League uh, is back in a couple weeks. I will catch up on some English Premier League as well. And another top 10 too. So definitely looking forward to that. But that's it for tonight's episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Uh, Enjoy the weather. Enjoy football. Enjoy all sports. Also, we're a couple weeks away from NHL preseason games are about to start over the next couple weeks um but again i'll get i'll just just start discussing that as well on the next episode of the podcast looking into the nhl but again lost the cover and again we're only a month away from our nba too so definitely going to be start getting exciting on the, over the next couple episodes of the podcast so definitely a good time for sports and yes i i think i need to catch up on some major league baseball too as we're winding down and getting close to the race of october uh but definitely going to be an exciting time over the next couple of weeks with everything starting to come back and start kicking off so have yourself a great weekend uh, enjoy the rest of your night this is the training jimmy's podcast